I'm Matt Bronger. This might help. I am not a doctor. This might help. I'm not a professional. Let's have fun. This honestly is a good time. I'm Matt Bronger. This might help the podcast. Hey, welcome to This Might Help with Matt Bronger. Uh, today, I have a very special guest, uh, someone who is far funnier and cooler than me, but an old friend. Uh, please welcome <laughs> the amazing Aparna Nancherla. Aparna, how Hi. are you, buddy? Hi, Matt. I'm good. That was a very nice intro. Well, you're not only the the, the sweetest, you're kind of known as uh, the, the bad girl of comedy. I will say I that. I am. That is my reputation. Just... <laughs> You, you are the, you and Gondelman are, are always neck and neck for the absolute sweetest. And so yeah. I'm always, you know, talking about your bad boy and bad girl status. Oh, um, sure. Um, uh, yeah. But we met, a uh, little background for everybody. We met uh, doing comedy at Walter Reed. Uh, That's right. In DC 10 years ago. Well, we met at the Benson Ball Comedy Festival. Yeah, but I think you're right. That show was part of the Benson Ball. It was like their satellite, one of their satellite events. Mm -hmm. We were visiting veterans and then doing comedy in the waiting area for their families, which was actually not as bad and awkward as I thought it was going to be. It was still awkward, but... It was still awkward, but yeah, I think I envisioned it being even more awkward than it was. I, I, I remember telling people about it after we came back and they were looking at us like, why, why would you do that? Like, <laughs> like telling other comedians and they were just like, that, yeah. that sounds horrible. And it was just like, well, I think we kind of leapt before we looked, you know? I think that happens so often in comedy that it sounds like a good idea when you first hear it. And then <laughs> if you think even for five more seconds about it, you're like, this will be bad. I know... You are going through a lot of, well, you know, let's say pre-quarantine uh, uh, and everything, but I know you've done the same thing I've done mm -hmm. just because we're old friends where you've said yes to something and then been like, oh boy, why? Because, you know, we, when we start out, we say yes to everything, everything. Oh yeah, I think your first five years is a lot of regret. <laughs> so true. The, I mean, I, I you know... I will still, I'll, rare, I'll, I'll rarely have that sinking feeling where I'm like, right. oh, I don't really want to be here. Just because I'm not really, I don't do a lot of corporate gigs. I don't do. Oh, yes, me neither. You know, I just, I would, I would do them. I like yeah. money, but I'm just not who they pick, you know. But Yeah, I think you got to get in that circuit. I think it's like cruise ships. You got to get, mm. you got you to get that first in. And then once you're in, you're in. Well, yeah, I think I think that's definitely true, but I think also because now uh, corporations can kind of just pick anyone. For the oh, that's part. true. Yeah, but yeah. I do love that it is it is the great equalizer. They're always terrible. Like I've talked to people that are yeah. so famous and so rich, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I ate it for forty five minutes." Ooh. I'm just like, "What?" But they asked for you. I know. And I, I remember, I remember doing a gig at, um, like, a, for Frito Lay, eight nine Whoa. years ago. And I think, like, the the only laughs I got was when I would like kind of made fun of the boss, because it was like a roast then. Right. But if I did anything, I, I think it's just because of the kind of power structure. Everyone's afraid to laugh at anything. Everyone's afraid to laugh. It's a work event. It's already people yeah. are feeling weird. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. just no way for it to not be a mandated fun. Right. 
situation. Right. Yes. When, when can you think of the last time you had a situation like very... I had a gig I recently took. I, I don't think it was this year. My concept of what was this year has completely unraveled, but I think it was within the past few months that I agreed to do a show and it was like one of those fancy condo buildings. You know how there's, it feels like now there's just these millennial condos where they just want cool people to live there. And yes. they're like, you never have to leave. We have like a ping pong table and a bar in the building. Yes. So they wanted to put on a comedy show just in like the sports bar area of their building. And there was no microphone. I oh. think it was like the first time they just wanted to try this event. And they basically, the bar was still in full swing and they were just like, we're just gonna do a show in the corner and there will be no sound. But we, but we bought wings for people <laughs> to eat. So they just put the wings on the pool table so people couldn't even play pool, who just wanted to go there to play pool. And the comedians just had to perform like behind the pool tables. So occasionally people would stand up from the audience and come toward you just to grab a wing. Oh, oh, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> that, it, that, that's, it's all, we, we know more about room composition. Yeah. Than anyone I think outside of a contractor or Definitely. A, someone who designs concert halls. We're all about low ceilings, all about mm -hmm. focus. Anytime I've seen a comedian where the mic isn't working, they're like, I don't need it. I'm like, I don't talk into that thing. You it, have to. It is literally like the 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 staff that says you're the leader. You put that yes. down, you're just everyone else. You're just some clown that's talking that got up on a chair and is trying to union organize in the 30s. Like that's Yeah. Did you ever there was briefly an open mic in LA, or maybe it was a show at one point, but they it was outdoors and they didn't have a microphone. They only had uh like an amplif like a what do you I completely forgot the word for it, but like a it amplifies your voice, but it what use it outside. I oh, like a bullhorn? Yeah, like a bullhorn. Oh God. You had to do your jokes into a bullhorn. Yeah. Hi, I'm the police. <laughs> My wife doesn't listen to me. I think it's because <laughs> like talk about a non, that's another thing. It has to be calming. You know, you, yeah. you have to feel like they're in a, in a welcoming environment on some right. letter, level, you know, it, even if it's like a dark, dark night club, it's like their club, like they're in the club. They're, they're yes. part of this club, you yes. know? Yeah. Oh my God. Well, I mean, if, if, if folks aren't uh, familiar with your stuff, I, I implore them to check out your writing and your stand-up because you're one of my absolute but, favorites. Oh, thank you. But that's the thing, too, about, like, my, my style. I, feel, I at least feel with, like, people who have more, like, energy or they're just, like, more animated. I think at least they can sort of adjust to different environments. But, like, you put me in a loud bar, I'm just like, the bar's going to win. Well, tonight. you know, I, you put anyone in a loud bar, the bar's going to yeah. win. I, I yeah. I spent so much time screaming myself hoarse in my late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. And, and it's funny, I will say, I, I, I felt like you were going to say that because you you do have a very reserved presence on stage. Mm -hmm. But I feel because, because you're someone who has such an economy that is uh, of, of of words and and in your your timing is so great that you kind of draw people in. And it makes oh, me think, nice. I, I remember, it was true, and I, I remember doing, um, I, 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 I'll give an example, when I thought being loud would, would win the day, there was this record store uh, 
in uh, in Echo Park that's gone now called Sea Level. And Duncan Trussell yeah. and and Matt Dwyer used to run a show out of there. And I, you have to, we had to stand on a, a wooden box that had a mic on it, and it was just a full record store. And they were there for the comedy, but they were yeah. just talking to each other because they were young and beautiful. And right. so I got up there, and I'm just bellowing, just putting on a show and screaming, and um, you know, did good. Right. But then Zach Galifianakis gets up on stage and he's looking through his notes and people are still talking and he just leans in the mic and goes, hey guys, can you be quiet for a second, please? And they all shut up and turn toward him. Like it was like, what? it was like, oh, oh wait, it's the dictator's son. Like <laughs> he was famous, but not like, this is pre-hangover. This is all that right, stuff. Right, right. But it, all the top was like, oh, I should have just asked them. I shouldn't have just jumped on stage and just, hey, look at me, you know? Cause I'm sure they yeah. resented that right away, but because he was just like, Hey guys. And he was so quiet. I just remember oh. feeling this, this profound jealousy of going, Oh, why didn't I think of that? Why couldn't I just be, you know? Oh man. Yeah. That's such a power move too. Mm -hmm. But I think, I think you're good at that in that like you are just you. And if you're a little bit more quiet, it, it quiets people down, which is good. Yeah. They like, they have to, or they're just. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Are you here for the show or, or, or what's up? No. Yeah. So you, you're someone who is, who's done well, like being yourself, which I really love about, um, about you and your career. And, um, and, and my question is, is, are, do you get people who, almost everyone who comes on here, I ask, do you, yeah. do you get asked a lot for advice? Oh, that's a good question. I feel like I have friends, I do feel like friends ask me for, advice a lot but i don't know if they they take it or they just want to talk to someone who won't get mad at them for their decisions <laughs> it's so funny because it's, it's it's all of us in our heart of hearts we want you like we want to hey can you read this this thing i wrote and tell me it's awesome it's the best thing you've ever read and <laughs> yeah. and, and it doesn't need any editing or anything can you just read me do that and tell me that like I, i'm sure because it's yeah, we all kind of want validation. Yeah, and I don't think I'm, I'm not like so overtly supportive, but I think I'm always like, no matter what someone tells me, I'm never going to be like, well, that's dumb or like, that's right. a bad idea. Like, I always find a very diplomatic way to support their choices. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I see that about you, but you also are not someone who lies. And so I, right. you know, I can see how you could have, you know, <laughs> I can, I'm just imagining, I'm laughing to myself, imagining me like showing you something I wrote or something and you're kind of, you're not feeling it. And just the look on your face of, oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I know it's so hard for me to give people like blunt and I, feedback. You, I I feel like that's one of the things that, I mean, I'm so in touch with my own self-obsession. I feel yeah. that it's like that I'm, I'm totally cool. If someone gives me, they're just like, I just don't, I, I just don't think this is landing. Right. I'm like, yeah. great. Thank you. Thank I Oh, need like that. you appreciate that. I do because I spent a lot of, because we all, because you have to ignore that feel that, uh, that first feeling of, of, right. oh, this is an attack on me. I'm lazy. I don't want to do it. You know, it's just, that's, that's yeah. just me. That's just me messing with myself. I used to have a bit about how testosterone is, is just, is just a drug. And right. anytime it would tell me to do certain things, I'd be like, no, you know, it's like being, 
being like drunk and your body's like, you'll drive fine. And you're like, I can't listen to you. It's right. same, it's a, I think the same thing is true of, of your ego, of, um, you know, your, your laziness, whatever. It's, it, it's like, really, what are you going to listen to? Your friend that is taking the time to advise you on something or. Is really that, do you want? think you gain that with age though? Cause I feel like mm -hmm. I'm in my late thirties and I still feel like I get mixed up by that first voice. I'm like, Oh, oh but yeah. that's a good point. Yeah. No, listen, I want to listen to it. And I still listen to it. Of course. Yeah. But it's kind of, I think it's for me, it's age because for some reason I, I, I remember the, when I was a, a toddler realizing other people had feelings. I remember I had that. You remember I, that? I was looking at a sunset and went, <laughs> oh, because I was a, I was a dick when I was a little kid. Evidently I could, I could, I was more articulate than other kids. My parents were teachers. Oh. They could read really well. So I just, I thought I was this magical golden boy and not that that's gone, but it's right. I mean, I, as I've gotten older, I still, I still have, you know, in my twenties and thirties, I was phenomenally self-centered without even realizing it. So now I'm kind right. of, I just got to look at everything in terms of, you know, I, I don't know it all. Please help. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's one reason this doing this, this show is so fun because I get to have people on and I get to learn from them as well as like people call in and they learn stuff from us, which is, you know, right. super fun. Is there anything you've learned recently that you were just like, whoa, holy crap? I think probably, I don't know. What have I learned? I think I've learned, I think one thing that as I've gotten older, I. I think I thought in my 20s that I would like get to a point where I was just more self-aware and I was would just understand things better. And now I think I realize that I'm still going to have to navigate the same like bullshit insecurities that I did when I was younger, but I just don't hold on to them as like, I don't like you're saying you realize it's just like a part of your brain. Like I realize they're not true. It's just like mm -hmm. part of, yeah. Like yeah. I can let go of things easier than I could before. That's that's so big. It's a big one. Yeah, it's a big one. It's so I I hate that uh, things things keep coming back disappointment I know. in my life and insecurities in my life and they keep you know waking me up at night sometimes or they stick in my craw and I go oh god I thought I was over this but it's just you know it's like having I, I guess emotional herpes. In it a way, is. You're just like, it's never going to go away all the way, but it can be treated. Yes. <laughs> it's just, we, we, we are who we are. We can improve who we are, but that's, we're kind of, this is it. So it yeah. is, that's a really good analogy too, because the herpes commercials aren't people like out there living their life. They're like kayaking and <laughs> getting an ice cream. Yeah. And then they all have this dark secret. Yeah. And it's like, I, I don't want to even say like, I, okay. Yeah. I don't have herpes, but it's like, I don't want to <laughs> shame anyone who does. No, you know? no, no, not at all. I, I mean, we all have HPV, right? I absolutely. Think. Yeah. And um, various sexually transmitted diseases we'll never get rid of that. We won't even get into either one of us, you know, yeah. that our respective partners don't know about and they won't listen to this. <laughs> right, podcast, right, so no. it doesn't matter. That's another big tenant of the show. Lie. <laughs> love. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 just some of that stuff you're just stuck with. I remember well, I remember I, I was on a podcast like 10 years ago and Jen Kirkman, she was like, Oh god, I love what you said about 
uh, your thing about your ex coming up. And I was like, well, I didn't remember what I said, but she reminded me that I, I, you sometimes have a, a, a nightmare or a dream where someone steps back in your dream and it's someone you used to date. Yeah. Like you have to wake up and you have to talk to your brain and go, I'm not going to tell you again, stop bringing them up, please. I didn't. Oh, yeah. That coming. yeah. And it's not even like you have feelings for them anymore, but it's just kind of like, it just, it's your subconscious forgets that someone's not in your life or this thing is not a thing anymore. You know? I, yeah. I, that's I, also weird too, just to be on a different page than your subconscious. Mm-hmm. Like we, we agreed that we were done with this. Yeah. You, you can't keep bringing it up. We're not going to paint the kitchen green. We're just not. (laughs) All right. We both have to agree on it and I'm not, I'm not with it. So please. Um, Well, okay. Do you want to listen to some calls and uh, give out some advice? So uh, just FYI, you know, I haven't listened to these. Only Renee knows what they contain. Um, It's so funny that I've had now I I do this, this app called community where people can text me and I send out like, like blast text where I'm just like, Hey, if you want to be on the show or like call in and sometimes people will just text me the advice they need. I'm like, okay, well, can you call with something other than that? Cause I read that thing now. So please God bless them. I really appreciate it. I know, you know, but I really, I, I could read people's emails. I could do that, but I just, I love the sound of someone anonymously leaving a message you know, oh, it's so much more intimate. It is. And they don't yeah. have to be here. And we're right. never like, you know, honestly, as long as I've been doing in that, doing it, even with uh, advice from a, a dipshit, we, there's never been a time where we, unless someone sounds like they're kidding, then we're like, all right, this year, this is a joke. But you know, the producer strains those out or screens those out. But, um, you know, uh, all you'll get is compliments on being brave oh. enough to talk about it. And all yeah. you'll get is, you know, we'll talk about how cool your voice sounds or something. So there's really nothing to lose. But that, do people that, generally say their first names? Like, will they be like, "Hi, I'm sure. Kristen from"? Because I always, I always do this thing where if someone t- says their name and where they're from, I always just think of a friend who has that name, and I'm like, "Oh, it's her." <laughs> <laughs> Even though that's and they moved to Idaho. And they yeah. moved to Idaho. It's mm-hmm. No, it's 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 kind of cool how they treat it like the old timey calling into radio, you know, yeah. like calling into Casey Kasem, you know. This is Crystal from Missouri. Yeah. A longtime listener, Casey. Can you play? <laughs> That's what love is for. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's 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 a gas. So I don't know. I don't know what kind of people we'll get uh, this week. I'm excited. But let's check it out. You ready? Yes. Okay, so roll the first caller, Renee. Hello, Matt. My name is Chris, and my problem of today is I'm uh, trying to figure out how to um, uh, spice things up in the kitchen. You see, I've been learning to cook at home, but I'm sort of cycling through the same couple meals of, like, breakfast sandwiches and chuck steaks and that kind of thing. And so if you have any out-there eccentric culinary ideas, that you would like to bestow upon your listeners. I think that would be appreciated, at least for me. Thank you. Right on. Wow. That's such a manageable ask. Yeah, it's so sweet. And I love it that it's like people think they have to be like, um, my mother has been ritually emotionally abusing me. No, you know, you can call (laughs) with that. But it doesn't have to be that. You know, it can be something as simple as that. 
Um, I bring this up a lot, but at one point a woman called in and said she found out uh, trigger warning. This could be disturbing to you. It kind of was to me that I think she said that uh, grasshoppers eat birds and what? she's disturbed by it. Yeah. And so we talk and she's like, and her friends say she's silly for being disturbed by that. And I'm like, no. So it can, you never know. Wow. I just love that you never know. So yeah, I think cooking advice. I didn't advice, know that fact. I, I'm, I'm sorry if I ruined your day. <laughs> I just don't, I can't picture the physics of it. Yeah, well, and I'm sure I got the bug wrong. It's probably like a Frank <laughs> Mantis. I don't know. I'm going to get letters. But. Yeah, we actually got someone. It's funny. This is a common one that I'm unlike. Oh, the food one? We've Because we've had at least one other. Last week we had uh, Dave Holmes on and we had one. We had someone asking about it, about things to cook. But I'm not going to put the moratorium on it. The only one I have a moratorium on is like, how do I make it in the business? Because it's like, there's no rules. I uh, oh, all right. the same thing. Just write the stuff you want to write and try to get out there as much as possible and work as hard as you can. The end. That's it. Yeah. So. Sometimes I think people just want advice in the business because I think it feels so like when you're not in it, it feels like impossible. Daunting. You would ever be in it. Absolutely daunting. Yeah. Yes, it is. But, yeah. but it's not. It's, right, and there's no like one size fits all answer. No, and and yeah. I yeah, I mean one key is just to just to talk to people as much as you can without going. Uh, how how would I get to do what you do without going through all the work you've done? Yeah, you know, which is so often the 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 answer they want, which doesn't exist in nature or the universe. Yeah, um, or you could become very famous on YouTube. You could. Yeah. Good. And I think one thing we're learning with the big fallout right now with all these these kids getting so much power, they're just getting yeah. blatantly racist and sexist and there's no rules to their lives. It's just yeah. you're flying real close to the sun, Icarus. Ooh. I mean, when you've just become that YouTube billionaire with millions of followers, and then all of a sudden like your blackface video came up because you're just like, I can do anything I want. Like, well I'm just shocked how many people felt the need to make a blackface video yeah like all these shows taking down their blackface episodes i'm like why does every show have a blackface episode well what i did was every other color i had yellow face brown face uh, <laughs> how amazing would that be if i've actually done no i don't have any but it's yeah it is baffling that that it's was just like baffling. a thing that people thought would be cool and often under the juxtaposition of of no but it was a character i was playing and right it's like well you shouldn't have played that character you you shouldn't right. have gone as that person for halloween it wasn't a good idea yeah and if you were on the sketch show you know you shouldn't i i got like so wildly lucky that that cast i was on, on mad tv was so diverse we had two white guys that's it whole cast Oh, so, yeah. I feel like Mad TV was kind of ahead of the diversity. It was like more women than men. Yeah. And it was it was it was great. And it was because that's life. I mean, yes. that's the world. That's yeah. pop culture. So yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh but yeah, so um okay, let's talk, let's talk cooking. Do you have any yeah. any what what have you been making that's crazy? Well, I let's see, I feel like I've been making a lot of um throw 
vegetables in a pan and then put a different sauce in it. Classic. It just feels like it, you can call it different things, but it's really doing the exact same thing every time. It is, but uh, that's, you know, the success of Taco Bell, same seven ingredients. Yeah, yeah. Ways. And I mean, when you say a different sauce, I mean, that's a whole different culture every time if you do it right. a certain way. There's, you know, vegetables are the ultimate, you know, one uh, starter ingredient of all time. And then yeah. you put like a different sauce. It's, it's literally a different meal. It's a it's, different meal. We've been doing something like that where we just grill up a bunch of vegetables mm. and maybe a protein, but then toss it with a with a with a sauce and some beans and some rice and just make That's these like great. these big bowls they're so good and the charred vegetable flavor is so oh. delicious and it's so simple so i love you can just get those little bags of instant rice yeah you know, and just that's enough there's two servings per thing you know so this guy it sounds like he's cooking for just him and his lady yeah right does not sound like a family no so, it sounded like a, a two-person situation to me. Yeah, I think that that's that's the key is kind of one pot cooking. I, sh I, sh I should have my parents, Jane and John, on here because we talked to them uh, via spa uh, space time. It's a different <laughs> app than I use. Space time. <laughs> Where it take it looks, you, they can see the whole room. It's uh, yeah. your hologram with your parents. And, yeah. So uh, FaceTime. And they, they will not shut up about how they've done like all the New York Times one pot. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, New York Times, I'll do those recipes sometimes, but usually I will just Google the ingredients I have and see what comes up. Yes, I love doing that. I love to see the pants uh, with the yeah. with the internet. And also a lot of those ingredients, those, those instructions will be like, uh, you know, saffron. And you're like, I don't know. Oh yeah, you're like, who has saffron lying around? You know? Have you cooked with saffron? It truly looks like it looks exotic. Yes. Even a, like it looks like dragon's eyelashes or something. It really does. It looks like something in a sci-fi movie that they're yes. like, within this is the power of God. Yes. You know, so yeah. everyone's chasing this little vial kind of thing. Because it's these like delicate red threads. Yeah. Did you know why it's so expensive? No, I mean, um, it looks expensive. Yeah, it is. It is like the most expensive uh, ingredient, I think you can, cooking cool. ingredient, because it's something like $15 for like a little bit. Uh, so I, I could be mistaken, but I was told it's because it, it all grows in Iran. And so- All of it? Because of, yeah, because of, our, because of our volatile relationship with that country, it's just really hard to import it. It comes, but not without- various stages of taxation on both ends wow that nuts that's crazy that we're still so bound to the spice trade yes it's it's so old and it never went away never went away but i yeah what basically what i was saying is like i love just looking at those those, those instructions and going well i just won't use this and this i'm sure oh i i'm always substituting i'm what yeah. i'm like irresponsibly substituting in my dish do you and your fella trade off well? Do you do you cook more? We trade off, but he's far more. I would say his skill level is several levels above mine. So I always feel a little bit bad when it's my night. But mm. he's very kind in that he seems to 
think my cooking is as good as his and it's a bold lie. <laughs> yeah, I think, well, my wife is just, you know, I think, I think on the main, she's, she's a better cook than I am, but it's also, mm-hmm. she cooks a little bit more because she wants things just so like mm. certain ingredients she doesn't like. I kind of eat almost anything. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's stuff I will want to make. And she's like, I don't want that. I don't, she doesn't like spicy food. Oh, I do. got it. So it's kind of for the good of the household. I'll just be like, all right, you do that. I'll do the dishes, you know? Yeah. He's definitely more particular too about like his, the flavors he likes. And yeah. Yeah. So I think that person always ends up having more control of the kitchen. It's true. It's true. It's funny how you and I are kind of the husbands. We are. I fully am a husband. Well, I will say my, I'm definitely with my, with my wife though, I'm more probably the wife a little bit more because she is the one who's always working all day long with her job. It just doesn't stop. You know, mine is I'm being creative. I'm writing with someone. I'm reading a book that's going to help. <laughs> she has actual meetings, actual, you know, right. uh, uh, a monstrous level of emails and things to get through and calls and things. Yeah, it's- I guess in that sense, I'm the wife. I'm the wife in that sense, but I, but you're right. I do feel like the husband in other ways. So funny how we're both, we're both wives and husbands, you and I, <laughs> you know, I think, I think if, if this was like the sitcom, you and I would be like amazing being an amazing platonic relationship where we have like, you know, uh, lovers come and go. Yeah. um, But it would, it would, there would, there would be never that thing of like when Harry met Sally, because we're just like, look, that's like my sister. And also it's like, we're both wives and we're not lesbians. So, you know, that's just us. It's like though when you have wires and, don't they say with wires it's like male to female or you know it's like when two oh yeah sock, like they can't plug into each other because they're both yeah yeah outwards. we're like we're like a couple of sockets yeah dogs. yeah mm-hmm. yes exactly and that did always really weird me out when i was a kid when the guy yeah that's so like, weird well that's a that's a female connection and this one's the male <sighs> come on it's man. like why would you make it about just, that just say plug and socket you know, yeah eroticize the ace hardware sir yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Okay. It's on not, on that it's downer. It's not a binary guy. <laughs> More to the point. It's just electricity. We yeah. all enjoy it. We all share it. Um, okay. So I hope that helped the caller with the with the cooking ideas. All right. So let's roll call number two. Hello, Aparna and Matt. I need help with a woodpecker that's living in the corner of my house. And I've watched all the Woody Woodpecker cartoons, and I all I've learned from that is I'm real, dealing with a real sociopath of a bird. I mean, I've tossed a couple of wood chips up there to see if that'll lure them out, but no, that was fun, but nothing. But I can also call a pest control service, but this is exactly what this was created for. And if you can help me out, that'd be great. Thanks and bye. Dang. Wow. Woo. Have you, you have experience dealing with woodpeckers? None. 
I are mean, they are they native to certain parts of the states? Because I don't even know if I grew up in an area with good parents. I didn't. I mean, I grew up with a lot of trees around. But yeah. I don't think mm, I, I'm going to go out. You know, one rule of the show is we we don't Google. But I right, do think right. that's probably more. I want to say northeast where those are. See, that is where, I mean, I grew up in the mid-Atlantic, like outside DC. So I oh, think yeah. there were woodpeckers, but maybe there just weren't near where I live. Hmm. Maybe I'm thinking more the, the forested areas, you know? Like right, right. Woody Woodpecker sounds like he'd come from Connecticut. I don't know why. <laughs> maybe kind of like the, 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 the snide waspiness of him. I don't know. I'm not sure, but. Yeah. Uh, uh, I can't remember his personality as a cartoon character. Uh, he was just kind of like always smiling and nodding. Oh, yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind of getting away with it. Just take it when a you want. A little coked out. A little bit coked out with it just banging his head against the wall there. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I'm going to have to say you got to call pest control, man, because. I know. Uh, I always get, I always fear for the animals, but I don't know what you do when you can't. Get it out of your own house. You know, I, I would say, actually, you know what? Call the city. Call, just call animal control because more often than not, they will just advise you what to do. Ooh. He had, a, a, there's a area, the next street over, that's like a raised street that's yeah. a little fancier than ours. And they have a, this house has this, is, has a giant swimming pool. Evidently, this duck uh, gave birth in the pool. Whoa. Um, which happens a lot. Because, you know, a duck will just be flying and be like, whoa, shit, I'm pregnant. Where's water? And they'll land in water. And just... I didn't know they all did water births. Yes, evidently. Uh, and so, um, or at least sometimes, but this one definitely did. Because yeah. hatch the, the, the ducklings. And then this, this mom is just falling. Because all these houses are kind of mm. like, they're either above us or there's ones that are below, below us. And she, the ducklings would tumble. And then she'd squawk, squawk <gasps> and then come find her ducklings. And so she went, she made it into almost everyone's backyard, including Whoa. mine. And I remember being in my backyard and this little duck was, this duck was just scared. And, oh. and, and, and she has all her babies and she's just quacking at all of us. There's like seven people in my backyard going, it's okay, it's okay. And then a duckling backs up and whoop, goes through the fence to the yard behind her. Behind us. So we yeah. walked all the way around. I live in a cul-de-sac, walked all the way around to the, the street behind us. Yeah. And found um, uh, Beatrice, elderly woman who lives in the house behind ours. And she's like, it's not in our yard, it's that one. And so we went to this person we didn't know. We were like, and we found this duckling and my wife picked it up, walked it back. Yeah. We gave it back to the mom. And then she, which we found out you're not supposed, don't touch them because then you get your smell on them in the mom. Right, right, and, right, right. But I guess- uh, my wife did not hold the thing that long, but anyway, long story long, the, the animal man, the guy had come, the animal, yeah. that's what I call him. Cause I'm <laughs> animal man. Animal man. And so the ducks, uh, the, the duck came out and her ducklings followed her. And then she just walked off down the street and, the, and the guy was just like, yeah, that's what you got to do. He's like, I can't touch them. I'm not going to pick them up. You know, it'll ruin them. It's like, he's like, they'll find water. Oh. Oh, he's like, he's like, it, it's just something they know to do. That thing will walk until it finds a lake or something. Just, oh, and he's like, and he's like, and there's, he's like, he's like, it's a city duck. It'll, it'll cross the street. All that. I was just like, oh my God. What? Like, this is a Disney movie. This yeah. duck for ducklings 
is just going to go. So I would say call the city, like to your, your point of like, oh, I don't want to harm the animal. They'll, they'll just be like, oh, well, you just have to spray water up there and it, it'll realize it's not against a tree and it'll go outside or whatever. Right. I'm sure it's just like, what is this tree? What? Cause it's like, it's pecking its beak against like, you know, tempered wood or something. And it's like, this tree sucks. I hate yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it'll, it on this. To, yeah. It just needs to get out so it can tell its friends like about its wild story. I, mm -hmm. I feel like that's the equivalent of like a, drug story for a human of like you'll never believe what happened to me yeah yeah uh, a person in their in their early 20s like their senior year at nyu yeah. just getting trashed and just waking up in strange apartments yeah mm -hmm. how am i this far north bronx <laughs> yeah. oh how did I get here? Yeah, that's that's exactly it. It's a drug story for those animals. But uh, did you follow the part where he said he threw wood chips up there? I didn't know what the wood chips would do. I didn't know either. Uh, <laughs> that's one thing I was like, part of me was like, this could definitely be made up. I always try to treat it like <laughs> yeah. it's sincere because that, yeah. that part felt like a tell. Like if I was a detective, I'd be like, wood chips? Okay. Yeah, what do you mean you threw wood chips? Like it was going to eat them out of the air. Like it's throwing, even if it was like throwing bread to a bird, it's still, the bird has to land on the floor to eat the bread. It's not like a woodpecker can just peck wood in half in the air and then eat it. I don't know what. Right. And they don't eat wood chips, do they? I think they eat bark. Oh, they do? I think. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Or no, what am I saying? No, they make a hole and they burrow in and then they like live in there. Eat the like little. Yeah, maybe the sap. I Again, no Googling. I I really do like kind of partially enjoy how like any expert on any of these subjects that might be listening to my show might be like in their car honking like burp, burp. they don't <laughs> eat wood <laughs> oh damn it i i love the idea of an advice show where you're like we we will not find out for you we, we won't will only i mean we it's, will only make it up it says on the on the this the 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 art for the podcast that this is for entertainment only only you know i am i am not a therapist i am not an expert on any of this stuff but you know i've had some years and i feel like us being i, I mostly have comedians on because yeah. we've we've kind of seen it all we've yeah seen a lot of the odd side of life that most people oh, have definitely i feel like even people who like comedy you're already selecting into a pretty weird group Without a doubt, no one, yeah. it's, it's a thing that, you know, anyone can be funny, but no one really knows how to make a living at it. And also, yeah. uh, no one respects us. No, so we're kind of these people that are kind of on the fringe. Yeah. And I mean, you'll never, you'll never find a, a more disrespectful article than one about like a comedian. <laughs> it's always, it's, it's always something that's less like, now comedy something we don't often think about or care. <laughs> yeah. But a part of that channel is on the right. And you're like, why did you set it up like that? Just yeah, we're not, we're not photographed respectfully at all. <laughs> Never. Never. We're compartmentalized, you know, in the weirdest way. We're like hand models. Like, you don't really matter to people, but yeah. everyone, you know. And I, and, and I get it, because there's, especially because you can just do a comedy show literally anywhere, you know. But yeah. 
But it is. You know, I, it's really weird. My boyfriend was a teen hand model. Oh, I love that information. <laughs> I felt like I had to say it because yes. it probably doesn't come up a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, he's, he was always saying he would walk around in gloves with lotion in them. That, wait, yes. <laughs> I remember, yeah, we, we talked about this because that's, okay. I didn't, I, I know that stuck in my mind. Well, I was just yeah. thing I'd be like, ew, this is, <laughs> I don't, mom, I don't want to wear these. This is paying for your college. Don't you take those gloves <laughs> off. I mean, it's kind of, it does seem like one of those dream gigs in showbiz where it's like, it's just your hands. You don't even have to worry about what the rest of you looks like. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's true. But I don't know. It might, it might have some CD side to it. Probably, but it's still kind of, it's just something you just have a great sense of humor about, I think. Or, yeah. or you look back on your glory days too, too much. I don't know. You know. Yeah, I don't know either, because I think he was doing, like, when he was, like, 14, he was doing, like, commercials for, like, nine-year-old toys. Oh, wow. Okay. So then you're like, okay, that's a little strange. I guess mm -hmm. you had young hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so weird. It's so funny that I use that as an example for something that's odder than comedy, and it is. <laughs> It is, I, undoubtedly. I think, you know, I, you know what, I, excuse me, I misspoke. I use his analogy for being comedy is as weird as that, and it's, it's not. That's it's kind not of- not as weird as that. that. Because it's just so specific. It's That's so incredible. specific. That's amazing. How is your, how is your guy? Is he doing okay? He's good, yeah. He is, he is very, we're very home, like we're homebodies, so. Okay. This, what, this hasn't been a huge shakeup. I mean, obviously it has in the ways of, that we wish we were seeing friends sometimes and stuff, mm -hmm. but but I think in the in the grand scheme of things, I don't think we've been as impacted as some of our friends. Yeah. Do you also have uh, survivor's guilt? I was. I yeah, was, for sure. I was talking with uh, our friend Ian Carmel earlier, uh, and we were just both talking about just feeling guilty that we're doing okay. Yes. Oh. It's it just, feels it, weird to even say anything is hard when you have right, like right. Know, I mean, yeah. we're all we're all going through it, making yeah. a mistake, and it doesn't help anyone to be like you. Like, uh, I wish you know. It's like, and we're all help. We're all donating and, and helping and things. But I will say, we're also not Kim Kardashian posting about her child's horse. On what uh, happened? She her child got a horse. Yeah, she has something like. 14 or something of these stallions that are what? unbelievably expensive each and she posted their their kids one they're like we have 11 more on the ranch and you're like oh, oh dear it's like buddy that's not to look they all of my addict friends are saying you really one thing you can't do is compare yourself you can't be like well at least i'm not getting drunk like him that kind of thing right right but right. i think that can be applied to a lot of other things and one is like about you can't be like hey at least i'm not that asshole oh yeah <laughs> but sometimes hmm, a little bit you know i wonder if people at that level of existence or like wealth like do they compare themselves to other people they must right like it must be like oh so-and-so's boat is nicer or something yeah i i think that's all you have left yeah is yeah. Is, is is winning is doing the next kind of big thing yeah. measuring yourself in terms of like tiny uh 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 you know 
levels above other right 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 like that's why she has like 14 stallions instead of one i bet they're like the most petty of us comedians oh yes those guys and it's always guys who are like who are like uh oh so parna i saw you were on conan again what's that that four times cool cool um, I'm, not, yeah, I'm not keeping track. They're uh they're uh they're I guess they've they've had my tape for a while. Um but um, yeah, uh I mean cool, you know that I mean that's awesome. Look, I I think you're you're super funny and great. Um Okay. You know like that where you're like why are you looking at life this way? Stop yeah, it. Yeah, you got to stop. There's no winning. There's no winning. There's no winning. Name the most successful comedian right now. I I promise you they're miserable promise you oh yes. they're miserable and you would we, not be any yeah. happier having all the shit they have no i remember when i was starting i was opening for a headliner and i think uh early like the whole weekend he just kept looking at the crowd because i was excited to open for him because i had seen him earlier on when i was even newer and i was like oh my god i can't believe i get to work with him and cool. the whole weekend he was just like looking at the crowds and being like man, I used to be able to fill up this room. And I was like, there, it never ends. Yeah. No. That, see, but I, I love hearing that because when I do that and go, ah, oh, I can't, I can't believe I didn't sell out this, this, or, you know, Friday early show or whatever. Yeah. It's like, so that part of me is like, shut up. You yeah. know, like just there, there's people that are here. Right. You know, just don't it, the, look, you can always go back to honestly, you make a living at it, Ooh. you made it. Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> you did it. Okay. Well, let's hear the let's hear the, the third and final call. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Hey, Matt. Kind uh, of need some advice. Been single for about going on five years now, after our almost eleven year marriage. Kind of, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I want to get out there and date again, but I don't. Hmm. I don't know if I'm scared or if I'm just really happy being alone. Hmm. Not sure. You always have good advice on relationships and heard your comedy and Seems like you know something about this. Let me know. Thanks. Wow. Wow. That one, I kind of felt it. Yeah, that that was real. And I will yeah. say, on a completely selfish level, I'm so glad he didn't. It's all, I was almost waiting for, heard your comedy. Not really my cup of tea. Oh, and I honestly, I would have taken it. I would have been like, oh, that's you're, I love that you're not candy coating anything. But okay, I'll 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 take you. I'll let you take first stab. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, I mean, I really respect that he is being introspective about like, is this something he needs in his life? Because it seems like, you know, on a numbers in a number sense like it's been five years like maybe now's the time but like i like that he's actually like do i actually want it like dating kind of sucks and do i 
need this part of my life open back up because that my advice would be like you don't have to force it but I also realize it's really hard as an adult sometimes to meet new people if you don't break out of your routine a little bit yeah I I, I will say in terms of what he's referencing because I was single for a long time yeah uh but it was just that same old kind of typical dude thing of just want to keep my options open and not even to be with a lot of women there was definitely that would part of it was definitely to have to not be held back if i met someone i liked but Mm -hmm. it was also just to have freedom of i get to do whatever i want whenever i want i have no obligations which is an intoxicating thing when, yes, that's true. When you're you're doing what you want for a living and you have enough money to get by, it's 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 one of those things that I definitely did too long and definitely mm-hmm. took the person that I was having an on again off again affair with, my now wife, for yeah. granted, uh which wasn't healthy for uh me and wasn't cool for her. Yeah. Um so it's I think it's just that thing of you got to be completely honest with yourself and go, look, am I really happy being alone or am I kind of addicted to the freedom? Uh, And is it real, is it real happiness? Because I mean, it's not to say you, 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 you don't have to be in a relationship at all. Yeah. Um, But you kind of got to be honest with yourself. If you do want to be in a relationship, if you see people in a relationship and you kind of go, ah, that looks awesome. It really looks nice to have a partner in crime, you know? Yeah. Or, or have someone you can, share something with even something, even something like a deep friendship, even if right. it doesn't go, go uh, to like a physical thing. I, I think it's that, it's that thing where you just, you have to give it a shot. Maybe now isn't the best time. I know now is hard. I can't imagine, but this is the time for you to get in touch with yourself, man, and, and, and figure out what you want. So when that um, vaccine comes and that, uh, the 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 track starter pistol goes off of sexuality and everyone leaves their houses you know you're ready so you you kind of know what you're after and you kind of can make a game plan you know yeah and now i mean now is not the best time to maybe meet people but you could at least put feelers out now with with lower stakes that's a great point there you can can meet people and be completely honest with them and yourself not being a dick but just in terms of how you're feeling, if you feel connection or if you don't, right? You know, that kind of thing. Do you? I forget who I was talking to because you you live in New York City. Mm-hmm. That's what people know. Not to give away your location. I'm sorry to dox you. You no. Um, you can list my address in in the show notes. She lives in Staten Island. Go looking <laughs> for her, folks. Uh, no. Uh, do you think I was talking to someone about how who also lives in New York about how once the once the vaccine becomes available and and wide widely available, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think New York will just become a ridiculous hookup zone of madness? Or <laughs> I I didn't even think about that, but I think you're right. I think there might be like a month or two where people are just going fuck wild. Yeah, I definitely think it's going to be like what we we read about in in a, in college about the sexual revolution in the 70s when the pill mm-hmm, came around mm-hmm. and people were just like hey, I got an hour to my laundry's done. Right. Go over in this closet. Yeah, when all that stuff was going on. And but that's good, right? Cuz it wasn't in the birth rate declining, so we need a little oh. bump. 
It was healthy. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was before the onset of the deadly, uh, you know, uh, STDs, I would yeah. say, you know. Oh, and last thing I would like to say to that guy is like, just, you sound very down on yourself. Don't mm -hmm. be down on yourself. You had, you put in 11 years and that's amazing. Yeah. Five years uh, single is not depressing. No. And uh, neither is 10 years. It, it, your life is your life. There's no roadmap to measure yourself by, no matter what clowns might say. You know, I mean, it, I, one thing that makes me laugh is this, uh, this meme someone has up that says some of you, some of you, some of you, uh, look like you're going to be 38 with a one-year-old. And I'm like, I'm going to be 45 with a yeah. nothing year old. Yeah. <laughs> like, and like, should I be embarrassed that I'm going to be like an right. old dad? No, I don't care. No. Cause, cause there's no me, but me, I do, I do what me, what me wants. So like, it's like your life, Aparna is your life and there's nothing true. oh you should have done it by this age or well you really should think about nope as long as yeah. you're taking care of yourself so just just that guy's point of listing those years that really I really love that you gave us all the information because that's mm -hmm. important and I see how you feel but it doesn't that's just wasted anxiety for you to be worried about what was the right or wrong thing I mean I think that's incredible yeah because other people's life paths are like even if they you know did all the marriage kids something by a certain time there's always ways our own things are off in some way you're not seeing or, yeah it's yeah. just not worth comparing to someone else yeah i I've, I've said this before but i always think about when someone asked me once like oh, if you could pick anyone's career would you that you'd like yours to be like whose would it be and i'm like i I think just mine, like, yeah, I'd love to say like Gene Hackman, if he did stand up or something, but like, that's right. still just, I don't know what kind of how happy that guy was or how fulfilled he felt. He probably right. was a totally different person than me. Yeah. You know, it makes me think. And I don't think anybody, like if you didn't answer like that, like, I think everyone would probably be like, well, I would pick someone else. Like nobody, we're never taught to just take what we get and yeah. be I, happy with it. I've had so many people tell me about instances where they were in a long time relationship and a friend would drunkenly be like, man, I just want to have what you guys have so much love. And they didn't realize that they were literally about to break up like the next <laughs> no, day. No. Like they were mutually like, I'm not happy. It's just, you don't know. You can't you look know. at, you know, someone else and go, I want that life. Like you don't know how sad or bad that no. life is. So don't. Yeah. So, Anyway, long story long, don't worry about the 11, yeah. 11 years or the five years or, you know, figure out, just figure out what you want and realize you've got a lot of time and sounds like you're very, very sad. I feel like we're all very, very, very sad a lot of the times and very just yeah. frustrated as hell and losing our minds here. So it, it's not going to help with you. I feel like, at least with me, the demons pile on almost nightly and I'm not going to help them. I'm not going to be like, you're right. I am lousy. I've, I'm never yeah. going to be good. <laughs> it's just no, it's just, it's just counterproductive. You know, I will say the nice thing about, I think meeting people a little later in your life is that you've both been through some stuff and you're, you're willing to meet each other at a different, you have both more tolerance for have other people's experience, but also you're not going to put up with stuff that you would have. When you That's, were oh my God. A hundred percent. 
hundred percent and you know yourself and you hopefully it got to a point where you like yourself more and you've forgiven yourself for everything. You're like enough. The past is the past. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So, okay. So what we're, we're at, we're at the end, sadly, though I could do this with you all day. Is there anything that you would like to plug selfishly about that's coming out for you or that you'd like people to check out that you're involved with. Well, it's, funny you're be, it's funny because you're, I think you're on the Greg Daniels show upload yes. and I'm in a few episodes of the Greg Daniels show space force, both recent shows on streaming us. network. That guy knows talent. He does. He really does. does. And it's funny, you're you're so kind. I'm literally in two episodes of upload. I'm in I'm in three, barely in three. <laughs> recurring. Recurring. That's us. Oh, that's see, that's the that's the name of our sitcom, the recurrers. The recurrers. That's us. We're we're best friends. We're not even the leads of the show. We're no, we can't be. <laughs> no. We we literally have to hire other actors as principals. Yeah. Yes. You know? Um and then we're, we kind of show up. Yeah. We show up, uh, like you're, um, you're, you're Kramer. I'm Newman. Yeah. You know, even though I'm sure they were, they were principals, but I know yeah. <laughs> 90% of people listening don't even know what the hell we're talking about. I know. But I love that we do. Um, we do. Yes. So, and I love you and I'm so glad you came on the show. Oh, I love you, pal. So uh, they, everybody check out Aparna Nancherla. Um, she is just a, a comet of amazing hilarity and everything she touches turns to gold. I think I've been pretty effusive and I need You've to probably very kind. ease it up a little, but I love you, buddy. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for checking out This Might Help with Matt Bronger. If you got a problem and you need us to solve it, and I think you might, call 323-763. 0228. Again, that's 323-763-0228. Give us a nice high rating, subscribe, and tell your friends. Love you. This Might Help with Matt Bronger was created and hosted by me, Matt Bronger. Produced by Outer Circle Media. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcasts.